Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. The Eagles needed to stop the bleeding and had to do it in prime time against the Seahawks. Drew Locke and Jackson Smith and Jigba just made it a flesh wound. Also, the Mavericks are back to fighting for a top spot in the West, but man, they are banged up. And the door remains open for the Bills this year. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. The Philadelphia Eagles needed a get-right game in the worst way, and Drew Locke was right there. And then Drew Locke took it. In fact, it was a... Touchdown pass to Jackson Smith and the Jigba with under a minute left. And the Eagles, well, more like more like lose, Eagles lose is what happened on Monday. Sorry, Gino Camilleri from Locked On Eagles, who joins me now. And, and Gino, this team, the last, what, month, has just not looked like the team that we saw in the first half of the season or we saw in most of last season. What is What is most ailing them right now? It has to be this offense that was such a powerhouse last year to where they were so good in so many games and close games, especially because in end of game scenarios, like you saw tonight, when the Eagles had the ball with four and a half minutes left, you're saying they're going to run this thing down. The game's over. They're going to win this football game. That was 2022, 2023. That benefit of the doubt that we gave them that is gone. That is out the window. You can no longer give them the benefit of the doubt because how can you trust this offense in three of the most important games contextually for this football team in the regime of Nick Sirianni? Mm. They've put up under your offensive minded head coach 14.3 points per game on offense against San Francisco, against Dallas, against Seattle, three teams that are well, two of our potentially in the playoffs in the one and two seed now, and the other one might be in the playoffs because you allowed them to get there. And you're saying, what is the ceiling for this Philadelphia Eagles team? Maybe a win over a <laughs> NFC South team that is 500 at this point. And there's no way to get better without holding yourself accountable. And Nick Sirianni, he'll make a change on the defense. And Matt Patricia steps up in a big way and holds this team to 13 points until the last drive. But his offense that isn't putting up points, where's the accountability there? And it really comes down to this group knowing what's at stake because you clinched a playoff berth yesterday. Like you're not going to be sitting at home come that first week of wildcard weekend. You have to go play a game. So are you going to sit here and sulk for the next three weeks? Are you going to figure out a way to get your offense on track? And we've been saying the same thing on this exact show, on our show at Locked On Eagles for now three months. When is it going to turn around? I don't know. At least the defense tried something different, and it worked to a degree. But the offense, it's square peg, round hole territory. Once again, an Eagles team that is coming off of a Super Bowl caliber season is having a letdown of a year in what shouldn't be a letdown because you were 10-1 and one and then you let everything in front of you slip by the wayside. They always say control the controllables. The Eagles did the absolute worst job the last three weeks and doing exactly that. Yeah. What, what year is Donovan McNabb on the team again? What, what exactly is happening here? I mean, give me Jeff Garcia. We'll see if magic can happen there. <laughs> so th- this team, 
they they personnel wise they look so similar to the one that we saw just chew everybody up mm-hmm. and spit them out last season now we see Shane Steichen in Indianapolis what he's been able to do there it seems like maybe we underestimated what kind of key cog he was in this offense which raises questions right about Nick Sirianni how much can he with a little bit of brain drain add into this offensive room he's an offensive coach remember how much where are the bona fides there? What is your confidence level in Nick Sirianni to find the answers? Like I said, Pete, that benefit of the doubt is gone. He has mm. to prove me wrong. And I'll say a 50%. It's a coin flip at this point, because like you said, is it the chicken or the egg? Are we in the Doug Peterson, Frank Reich situation that we were in all those years ago? where it was Doug, who we knew was the offensive-minded guy. Frank Reich would go on to be fired twice. But Nick Sirianni, with the same personnel on offense, is having a harder time and only has two more wins than Shane Steichen with Gardner Minshew and that Indianapolis Colts team. Stay up to date all year on the Philadelphia Eagles by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Eagles on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Mavericks have had the kind of start to the season that makes you ask, are they back? Before we ask it, though, the Steelers lost a key defensive player for the rest of the season, but not to injury. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, what do you... What are you waiting for? The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, and more. There's also weekly promos and boosts to give you plenty of opportunity to increase your payout. John Morant returns tonight, but that's not helping the Grizzlies' odds against the Pelicans. FanDuel has New Orleans favored by seven over Memphis. You can also combine bets for bigger payouts, same-game parlays, a great way to enjoy watching sports. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and do the NFL season right. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. LockedOn has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. LockedOn Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of LockedOn, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to LockedOn Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel now here's what you need to be locked on today pittsburgh steelers safety demonte casey has been suspended without pay for the rest of the season the nfl announced on monday the suspension also includes any potential playoff games casey has repeated violations against rules meant to protect players in his most recent violation he hit colts wide receiver michael pittman in the head as pittman attempted a diving tackle KZ received a letter from the NFL president of football operations, John Runyon, stating the illegal contact could have been avoided. After Sunday's game, Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin made a point of saying that KZ isn't a dirty player. And for those asking what he could have done to avoid the hit, the answer is just not hit him. If you cannot hit a defenseless player safely, then you can't hit him. Don't let a guy run wide open through your secondary, and it's not a problem. Some have criticized the Chargers, saying they will be unwilling to spend for a legit head coach or general manager as the team looks to enter a new era. Los Angeles president John Spanos answered the critics on Monday by saying the team will have no limitations in its 
search. I'm getting John Hammond from Jurassic Park's vibe. But Spanos basically said they will spare no expense. I can tell you that there have been no discussions internally about there being a max in terms of contract. He said, in my opinion, everything starts with ownership. So I think ultimately we're responsible for everything. Which I suppose also means the losing. In the association, the Jazz hosted the Nets. The Utah Jazz beat the Brooklyn Nets with a second-half surge. The Jazz trailed by 5, 59-54 at the half. They took a six-point lead going through three. In the fourth quarter, they went bananas. 37-26 final in that fourth quarter as the Jazz spurred it on and beat the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets were on their fifth game of a road trip, and they needed this one badly. And you could see the Jazz broke their will. Like, they were not tired until the Jazz broke their will, and then they got tired uh, along the way. And in baseball news, Martin Perez won a World Series ring and is now headed to the Pittsburgh Pirates? This is great news for the Pittsburgh Pirates as they have added another starting pitcher to the fold in Martin Perez, a signing that I've been looking for, folks, for quite some time from this Pittsburgh Pirates team. It was in my offseason whistless show. It was something that I really wanted to see this Pirates team do. And this was before they even added Marco Gonzalez to the fold as well. And for the Pittsburgh Pirates, obviously, it's a one-year $8 million deal, which if we're going to be honest, folks, in this market for starting pitching right now, not a lot of money for Martin Perez, but you have to really own up to the fact that Perez, when you look at what he is and what he has offered, one, he's a World Series champion. He's a former All-Star pitcher. He has 288 games of experience at the Major League level. He has over a 1,000 strikeouts at the Major League level. And overall, he's a pretty stinking good pitcher, folks. I would say that. Here is another story you need to know. The Luka Doncic train rolls on. He was spectacular again on Monday night, 38-11-8. But the Dallas Mavericks fell to the defending champions, 130-104. to No Kyrie Irving in this one for the Mavericks. Nick Angstad from Locked On Mavs joins me now. And, and Nick, this has been a, a feel-good story, I would say, in a lot of ways for this Mavericks team to start the season um, exceeding a lot of people's expectations for them, but it feels like they're bumping their head up against the ceiling of this team, and we saw it on Monday night. It's a feel-good story for me, Peter. I'll just say that. This team winning <laughs> games after what we went through last season with just how terrible that year was, this team now at least has some kind of baseline. They have this, this level of, all right, we're deep enough now. We can go one through 10, 11, 12 sometimes and feel, okay, these guys can at least come in and contribute. And last year it felt like, well, I don't know, one through five, sometimes one through four, they can contribute and come in at, you know, at any given moment. And so now this team is very injured right now. They're without Kyrie Irving. He's been out for five games. Derek Lively is a rookie that's so integral to this team. I mean, he, his defense has been so integral to what makes this Mavericks team as good as they are right now. His offense has been a lot better than people thought. I mean, he's had statistical games, points, rebounds, blocks, all that, that he hasn't had, that he didn't even have in college. And he was a number one player coming out of high school. And so you, you take all that and you, you're missing some of that in this game. Denver is just better than everybody else. They have a level of offensive and defensive chemistry from playing through to the NBA finals and winning to, you know, just being together for years and years now that other teams like the Mavericks just can't match, especially when they're undermanned like this. 
And Luka's been playing a ton of minutes. You mentioned it before. He had an incredible game in this one. He's had incredible games. He was the player of the week. But this load that he's kind of carrying right now doesn't really feel sustainable for a lot longer. Yeah, and and he had 38. No other Maverick had more than 11. And Dante Exum was the one that had 11. No one else had double digits. That was the scoring burden that he had to shoulder in this game. This raises the question, I think, and I'm sure it's something that you've been talking about. Do they have to do something? And what is the urgency to do something this season uh, to to buttress Luka Doncic? Or is it just like get everyone together and figure it out from there with with Kyrie Irving and and your guys healthy, lively, of course, as you mentioned, has been, speaking of feel-good stories, a terrific rookie story. Amazing, amazing story. The question though is do something to do what? What do you what do we expect yeah. this Mavericks team to do? Like where do we expect them to go this season? My my thing this whole season, even before the season started, even before some of the surprise feel good stories like Lively and Derek Jones Jr. and Dante Exxon that you mentioned before, even before some of those things started to pop up, we started to feel good about this team. I said, this team can't catch Denver. And so this season is a figure out what Luca and Kyrie can be together. For the most part, you found out some things about them. Kyrie's missed some games here or there. But you found you you found some things out about that, and then you got to figure out who can be part of a title contending type team a year, two years, maybe even three years from now, because you have this rookie center that's coming in. You brought in Omax, who represents you know a big wing that you desperately needed that position. You have some younger talent on this team. Luca is still only twenty four. You brought in Grant Williams, who's only twenty five, right? Like you you brought in some. You got younger over the off season, and so this team has. The, the ability, at least, to be a little bit more patient, even though we know with stars, once they hit a certain age, it's you've got to win or else the, the guy will leave. The other thing that, that's happened this season is that Luca has just really bought into being a leader and being in much better shape. He has hired, you know, he's hired a uh, personal, like, health and body development, like, director, like, for himself that's just, like, over him. He has a personal trainer that, that travels with him. That is his, you know, fellow countryman from Slovenia. He's also got a nutritionist. Like he hired all these people over the summer and has really put it, put the work in. Uh, and this is something we've been waiting for from Luca for a while. But he's putting the work in. The Mavericks now have to figure out. All right, what do we actually want to be this season? And are we good enough to maybe even get to the Western Conference Finals? Nobody else besides Denver is really sticking out. And if they can do that, then then they'd have to probably go get another like defensive wing. They've got to up their defense in some way. Stay up to date all year on the Dallas Mavericks by subscribing to Locked On Sports Today and Locked On Mavericks on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, the Bills still have a good chance at the AFC East. Are tales of the Buffalo Bills' demise much exaggerated? After dominating the Cowboys on Sunday, the Bills now have their sights set on the Dolphins in a possible division crown. As Locked On Bills host Joe Marino told Locked On NFL host Kevin Ostriker, could conceivably happen right now what needs to happen is for the bills to win their next two against the chargers and the patriots you feel good about that miami just needs to lose one they've got dallas and baltimore you feel good about that if that happens if the dolphins lose one and the bills win both week 18 in miami is for the afc east and obviously the right to host a playoff game and so if the bills can't get in with the wild card. They got a fairly clear path to the division, but also keeping in mind, if they do win out, that's an 11 win football team. I think t there might be a 10 win team in the AFC that doesn't make it. I don't think there's going to be an 11 win football team that doesn't make it. So it's right there for the bills, right? I mean, a, a, a trying season for sure they entered this week, seven and six, the 11 seed in the AFC, but they still have a real chance to get in. 
And like you mentioned there, Kevin, I don't think anyone's really going to want to play him. If we just threw out the record, you would say, of course, that's true. And we've seen the Bills lose some of the dumbest games in recent memory. There was opening night, Aaron Rodgers tears his Achilles, and you lose on a punt return. Unbelievable. You have the, the Broncos game where you have a kicker missing a field goal and you commit a penalty because you can't count to 11. That game is over. It should be in hand. These close games, this is why close games matter. And it's why the underlying metrics matter because the underlying metrics always said the Bills were still one of the best teams in the league. Bill Parcells once said, you are what your record says you are. Except you're not. And we know this because every year it happens. Teams that win 13 games go to the playoffs and fizzle. And teams that win eight or nine go and give the best teams in the league runs for their money. Or beat them outright. That's how this works. The Bills, they might be the most dangerous team in the AFC right now. And if I told you that they would win the AFC, you wouldn't bat an eyelash. The AFC is that wide open and they're that talented. We know that. Just stop losing these stupid games and be the team we saw on Sunday. That team is really good. And finally, Hayden Springer has had a hard few weeks, but now he has a reason to smile. Springer was one of five golfers to earn his PGA Tour card in the final stage of PGA Tour Q School qualifying on Monday. A dream come true, of course, but it takes place for Springer just a month after he endured a nightmare. His three-year-old daughter, Sage, passed away from complications with trisomy 18, a developmental disorder stemming from an extra chromosome. Springer said, it's an interesting kind of thing mentally, thinking about her when you're trying to play and there's pressure and all of that because it is emotional, but it's happy thoughts. This is why sports will always be amazing. And it's a good reminder. They're not just athletes, they're people too. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. That last story got me choked up. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Coming up on the next Locked On Sports Today, how will John Morant affect a middling Grizzlies team? So at least until tomorrow. Stay locked on sports today.